0: go to Staples, spend some money. He's like, print out pictures of every video that you've been in for the last year, every photo you've had, editorial, every magazine, how much we paid you in photo incentive. And he goes and give it to Chris Miller. And I was like, really? He's like, yes. And I ended up doing that and I got a raise. And after that, he was like, dude, he's like, nobody is going to advocate for you. Like you, you know what I mean? Like, I felt like that was such like a dad thing to say, you know, but that's kind of like, what i needed and i never thought of myself like that and he and he was like dude he's like we're independent contractors he's like you don't even have health insurance
1: he's like no dude like, you know what i mean like
0: dude. he's like he's like everybody in the office here has health insurance that's not out skating he's like we're skating we're independent contractors and he goes you need to you need to be professional and start acting your and and start viewing yourself as a business you know like you and at the time i was like dude he's tripping but he was so right Thank you.
1: I mean I definitely agree 100% but because um I man I I'd say this all the time our transitions between being kids and adults was just <laughs> not there it, it it just didn't help any kind of development you know what I mean like like we didn't no. have any we didn't have any financial development we didn't have we barely had any social development outside of our friends and shit you know what I mean so like we just didn't have very much growth or development outside of skateboard tricks. You know, like, that's what we thought our development, like, rested at. We also didn't have guys like Felix on our side. You know, like, there were, most guys were there to just kind of take advantage of us. You know, and that's just, a, it, that's the sad, the sad truth. You know, like, like they were, uh, I mean, even now, man, like, you know, getting paid at jobs now, you're just like, dude, these guys are just fucking taking advantage of us. And, um, you know, with skateboarding. They make they make good enough money to where they could have been taking good care of us financially and stuff, but it they knew it was on us to come to them. It, skateboarding is just a weird thing like that, you know, and um and, and and having guys like having guys like Felix around because I think Felix came from a different he came from a different cloth of people, you know, he came from East Coast guys and he came from East Coast guys that stuck together. And that makes a huge difference. You know, a lot of us went out West and a lot of people went out West and they just forgot their morals. They forgot like who the fuck they were, you know, and Felix never forgot who he was. And he took that with him. He took that with him through his business. You know, he had he came in the game strong with Rodney Smith and Rodney's Rodney's strong minded guy, man. Rodney don't take shit. And so, you know, I mean, he didn't he didn't he never left that shut mentality when he went out west. And I think that that's what separate guys like Felix from like the other guys. You know, I've always had a lot of respect for Felix.
0: He was always always hustling, too, like and not in a bad way, but just always, you know, he was kind of like, what are you going to do with today? You know, like, what are we going to do? Like, what do we it's not it was never about sitting on your hands. You know, it was like, like, let's if we're not going to skate, let's go, let's, let's think, let's, let's get our head in, in the game thinking about what we're going to do. You know, yeah. or like, he was just such yeah. a progressive like person.
1: Yeah. And, 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 sorry to interrupt you. He was just being, um, the word is professional. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <He> is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's WCRP.
1: But silly, so, so and man, I want to. I want to ask you this. When did you write for Foundation?
0: Um, I wrote for Foundation for about a month or two after I quit Toy Machine because I quit Toy Machine, which I regret, and I was kind of without a home. And you knew Mark Waters, right? And his, you know, his um, how he, how much he helped, kind of selflessly you know he helped a lot of people and uh i was okay. talking to mark who who was the the team manager of all things tom yetto when i quit toy machine i quit in mark's office i was like yeah i'm sick of this shit. i mean i was in one of those moments where i should have taken a breath and not said anything and you know <laughs> wait, waited a, waited a day and like you know if i wake up the next day and i still feel that way maybe say something but i was just you know i was It was ego, and it was, you know, all those bad things. I was frustrated. So I was like, fuck this. No, I'm quitting, you know, quitting Toy Machine. And Mark was like, no, dude, just don't. Don't. And I'm like, well, I am. Like, this fucking, you know, this shit sucks. So basically, they shifted me over to Foundation. um, And I was there for about a month or two.
1: They shifted you over?
0: Yeah, they kind of, like, I don't even think I missed a, a payroll, you know? It was kind of like... Like the relationship was good with Todd. I, re- I really enjoyed Todd Swank, you know? I thought he was really awesome. And I loved like Josh and Heath and Frank Harada too at the time it was like always around. And I don't know, I just, I, I loved that Toy Machine was at Kamieto. And when that started to fall apart for me and Jamal, and Jamal at the same time, we both quit at the same time. I just, you know, I was like, yeah, is there any way I could stay here? In the Tom camp and then they said sure. And you know, my checks were still the same. I didn't have a board, but you know, that sour taste in my mouth was still there from the toy machine. So I ended up um, quitting foundation, I think to mark again. I was like, Yeah, it's just not the same. I gotta I gotta, you know, leave and he's like, well, What are you gonna do? And I didn't know, I didn't I didn't quit to go ride for anybody else. I just quit. So I think I was there maybe two months.
1: Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Long answer. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know back then two months seemed like like forever though, you know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> but dude, I, w- I like I look back at those times and I'm like I'm like I live, was living at home, you know, I was you know, like I had no I had no like I didn't have bills. You know, I it was it was just such a different time where like I think I was making 500 a month as a pro skater for toy machine you know what i mean and then foundation it was 500
1: a month and it was like that's not a lot of money dude yeah it, I, i'll let you in on it, small it, secret i wrote for, when i wrote for 101 that's literally how much i made and, like, and, dude, and that I, is
2: so crazy dude because
1: i, I people, didn't make dude i i yeah, dude, yeah 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 i like i like i don't i never saw a check like when i first got on 23 sal gave me a check for I think it was two, this, two, couple two grand, and I was like, "Yo, dude, I was tripping. Yeah. Like, I was tripping. Like, I'd never, I, would never seen that much money, like, like, ever. And like, I was on one on one until that point, so everyone thought, like, man, I'm, you know, I'm making all this, shit right. I think I was being, dude. Like, that's
0: that's what I thought. Like, as like as somebody who's super removed from World Industries, I thought everyone there was getting paid shit. just because of the, well, just because of the 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 level of skill that was coming out of that camp, I figured they had to pay everybody crazy
1: money. No, you know? no, 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 no. Nice. Hey, I, I I don't know who they pay, but I, I didn't get no money. Yeah. It's WCRP. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't making no money. And I, they were selling, I mean, dude, I had fucking great-ass boards from Clark. Dude, I had like crazy boards back then. Like, Sean Cliver, Mark McKee, that my first year yeah. boards were insane. Like it was like John Thomas did it, then Mark, uh, Mark and Sean did a couple, and dude, they were just rolling out boards, wheels, sh- all this shit, and like dude, I was making like six hundred bucks, five six hundred bucks a month, dude, straight up. Like at one point, dude, this is this is what I was saying about like financial literacy and shit, and like, and was. I wasn't, love talking about mine like that. I didn't know much about like you know like when I left when I left for California, I was seventeen. And, and I didn't really, de- I didn't deal with banks and shit back home. You know, like I was, I was a skater, dude. Like I didn't, I didn't have a bank account. Like I was, I was a bank account at 16 in 1992. You know what I mean? Like that was just not my thing. That was not a realistic thing. I didn't have a job. So when I got to California, obviously Jim Gray wasn't really paying me. And I I forgot how I was getting money, dude. Like I was just like hustling. Like we were eating like fucking potatoes and, I was remember staying at Caesar Singh's house and calling my mom to get twenty bucks, and then going out and filming, finishing filming for the Acme video. And I was like, something isn't right here. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, how am I supposed to be pro for this company? I'm calling my mom for twenty bucks about potatoes and soda, dude. At that point, this is what I was trying to add to what you're saying, is. At least you live with your parents. Like, dude, I didn't have a yeah. place to stay. Like, I didn't have a place that I called home. Like, I was just kind of bouncing around. I wasn't making money. This is the same time I was on 101. I did not have money like that. Like, I couldn't get an apartment. Like, it wasn't feasible. But what I will say is the only way we were surviving is we would go in the world and fucking just ravage. Like, man, I'm yeah. talking. And I mean... To us, it made sense. You know what I mean. Uh, it's it's not cool. It's not cool to steal, but it just made sense. You know, it's it's what we did. It's what we had to do as kids. You know what well, I mean?
0: It's like survival. Survival.
1: I mean, if we got a job, here's the thing, though. If we got a job, what would have happened? We would have lost our sponsors. Look at Caesar. Caesar had a job. They kick him off planet Earth. Brand has their their bet. They have the brand's best interest in mind. The skateboarder is replaceable. The brand is what is the key. And you know, a lot of us just had to figure that out the hard way.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's just that's just the end-all, be-all of that, you know. But a lot of us weren't making money back then.
0: I think I think I was hanging out with you. We we were hanging out the most. It was you. You were on one hundred and one, and you were kind of transitioning to twenty-three. But I but I remember you taking care of Bear and Alyssa a lot yes you remember that yes but, so that's pretty ra- that's pretty rad though to hear you say that you weren't taken care of and then sal took care of you and then but you were also taking care of people it's you know it's i just think it's the skater mentality to, to be honest you know
1: i think when i got money that was uh that was kind of the first thing i wanted to do is like make sure everyone was comfortable around me At yeah least- well
0: i know you had you had history with them with all being from florida and stuff but it was just it was rad to see because you were living in that little studio apartment, and you constantly had three people living there. And I know that you were taking care of them a lot. It was really bad.
1: Yeah, and Alyssa was just kind of getting her thing going, too. And um, I don't know. I don't think she was, uh, you know, which is, I thought, I, I don't know. I don't know why I thought she was, like, making good I know Etna's was taking care of her, though. But, you know. Other Isn't than it funny? That,
0: Everyone um, thinks everyone's getting paid, and no one's getting paid. It's
1: WCRP. i've said a million times dude people would be very disappointed if they knew how much of their favorite pro skater made in the 90s
0: (laughs) when i um when i took that time off from when i quit foundation i met felix and um felix was like you know telling me about rhythm and it it was kind of the same thing as ed like like this is going to happen in a few months but we'll we'll put you on payroll planet earth you know what i mean and uh my my pay went he gave me a thousand like right off the bat. And I remember when that happened, I was like, Holy shit, this is this was a good move. But still, thousand dollars is not a lot of money.
1: No, it isn't you know, like
0: so it's it's just that mentality of like you have nothing and then you're giving this, you know, the, a little bit of money so that so then they double it and it's like thousand dollars isn't a lot of money. Like it's it's just um I don't know. Your ceiling is very low.
1: It's very low. And, and you know it's you know it's really what's really awkward and 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 kind of sad if you think about it is if is when you go on tour like I noticed this I was like hold on when we go on tour we make more money per di- like I got yes. more per diem than I did my monthly like what the dude hold on what <laughs> like- <laughs> like-
0: you ever you ever go on tour with somebody that tells you. Like they're controlling the money. They're telling you you're, you're gonna get like a certain amount a day, and then but they don't give it to you. They just buy everything for you, and it's like, well, well, wait a minute. <laughs> Where's that extra money going?
1: No, no, no. I would get my money straight up, dude. Like, you know, like I, I love being on tour because number one, I didn't have a home. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I, I got,
0: Yeah, same.
1: Yeah, I like. I didn't like like that. Did you like touring back in the? I loved touring back in the day. I man. loved it.
0: I I knew I was getting. I knew. I knew I was getting new money every day, you know, like, and new spots every day. And I don't know about you, but I wouldn't touch my, my monthly, I wouldn't touch my paycheck at all when I'm going on tour. You know, it would just be, just be per diem. So it was, it was great financially, you know, no. And you're meeting people skating new spots, probably you'll never skate again. You know, um, it's, it was just a, it was like a, a twofer even more than that three for
1: i love tours, man like it was that, that was like i thought that was the funnest part back then that's what that's what i think made it a lot more worth it just going to sports. just because i like skating i like skating that kind of stuff too you know so i'd always be a lot of people didn't really like that kind of stuff you know like you know i realized yep. too that like a lot of guys didn't grow up skating that kind of stuff being on tour so you know like i was fortunate enough to be able to skate that kind of shit back home and, did you skate a lot of transitions and stuff growing up? I remember you used to skate transitions a no, lot. No? No. Not at no, all. not at all. No, I,
0: even... I still I still struggle.
1: Like Oh really? Doing
0: doing basics. Yeah. I uh I've never learned. I never I guess in those years when I should have learned I didn't, so now to I just never I never was able to. I can do technical stuff on transition, but I can't do like I can't like rip a smith grind on a quarter pipe, you know? I just can't. Yeah, and it's weird. Like it's it's all skating, but it's you know there's certain things. It's just I'm I'm I, mean, I devoted so much time to doing hurricanes one day, and I just couldn't figure them out. Like I just it's not in me, you know. Like I could probably figure it out, but I'm just not gonna put the time in. I just I feel like I missed that window, you know. It's in your heel, dude. My buddy Roger helps me out a lot. Let's
1: learn how to do stuff. Hold on, are you Roger from Nine Club? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's who I ask mostly. He's fucking so good.
1: <laughs> Dude, so hold on. I didn't know Roger skates.
0: Hell yeah. He's really, really good, too.
1: I did not know um, Roger skated.
0: Yeah, he's, he's fucking, he's, he's really good.
1: I mean, I know he's a complete uh, skate encyclopedia.
0: Yeah, which he's always been. He's just like a kind of a student of skating, you know?
1: That's awesome, man. That's, that's fucking great. I, I love that. That's, I love nerd shit like that. That's good. Skateboard needs that. Yeah. Needs more of that. It's
0: WCRP.
1: Weren't you working for Converse at first when you moved out there? Was I working, working for Converse? There? Like, like, oh, were you riding for Converse? Roger? No, you. I was
2: riding for Converse. Yeah,
1: you were yeah, riding ro- for Converse when you first got out there. Were you were one of the first dudes on, on, like, when they. No, because they did it they, twice, right?
0: Yeah. The first one was, I think, just Guy, right? And then they, they kind of went away for a couple years.
2: And okay. then they came
0: back, and then it was. And then it was uh, Shanny, Kenny, Felix. They, they, like, started with those three. And then um, Supa, I think shortly after that, Danny Supa. And then I ended up tagging along one day um when they were shooting kenny's ad and i happened to have i was having like a good day skating and that's kind of how i got on it yeah it was a- kind of one of those in the van with chris ortiz days you know where i just kind of jumped in and um it just kind of worked out that way
1: and when felix and uh shaney and those guys were on that's when they had those big those big clunky d3 looking joints right
0: exactly yeah that Like it was like a twenty pound shoe. Yeah, cinder block. They
1: look. I mean,
0: they were good. I mean, they they were good, and I you know.
1: I bet they last.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. They were great. It was skating for Converse was really, really rad. Did a lot of traveling, and they took care of us like financially and everything was. uh, When we would go on tour, it was like, you know, Converse is accustomed to doing things really nice. So when we go on tour, like you stay in like really nice hotels and stuff like that. You know, it was cool. And getting to travel with all your friends is amazing.
1: 100%, man. So when you moved, so uh, what made you move from um, Orange County to Boston, man?
0: Um, I, it was time to move out, you know. It was like, I think I was like 20, 25, and it was like, I'd been coming here every summer, sometimes every, you know, summer would lead into the fall. I'd even come in the winter sometimes, and when it became time, you know, to move out, I, I felt like I felt like I already maxed it out a little bit, you know, like 25 living at home. And, um, yeah, I had been coming here. I felt like I had a good support system here, had a bunch of friends. So I came out, um, initially was going to open a skate shop out here and that kind of fell apart. Um, just due to lack of preparation, you know, a bunch of like, like, like we're saying, like a couple of people that think they know how to run, how to do something that have no real knowledge base you know we just were in over our heads and we uh that fell apart and I just stayed
1: speaking of skate shops you don't know, like like I definitely agree it's got to be hard to do a skateboard shop Um like I don't ah. because everyone's got the same thing number one that's probably the first problem but yes I think dude I saw two things or two things I saw one thing's a great idea one guy runs a skateboard shop out of a one bed, small, like, it's like a apartment. Like, people come over, grab stuff. It's the genius. It's absolutely genius. Like, like he shows the stuff online, they come over, they buy it. It's probably not that smart. he probably get robbed one day. Neither here nor there. But, it probably saves him a lot. You know, like, like he's saving a ton of money, number one. And number two, like, just on overhead. And number three, he doesn't have an overstock and stuff like that. But skate shops, man, like, why do you think they're so tricky to open? You know what I mean. Like, what were your biggest obstacles?
0: Well, when we—it was actually me and roger we going to open it. Um, oh, whoa! We we're trying to get a yeah. It was, this is years. I've known him forever. Um, we we um, the the our biggest obstacle was the person that we rent that we pitched the idea to. That was the property manager for the the location that we wanted. They wanted they wanted um, two years worth of rent upfront. Not upfront, but they wanted it to see that it was available in case our business failed. You know what I mean? Wow. And that's just, yeah, two, they wanted two years worth of rent in case we failed to make sure that they got paid. That's the only way that they would, that's the only way that they would sign a two-year lease for us. So that's, that's independent of inventory. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was just. And I think I think we we met with this person with like fifty thousand like our we had like fifty thousand dollars you know what I mean, and we Damn. were trying to, no that we had taken that we had taken a loan out for that we thought this, this would this would be enough money you know like we're not balling but it's not our money we, it was a loan, and it was like, wow we thought we had more than we needed and they were like no, no, so, it really just kind of took the wind out of our sails you know.
1: And, uh, well, Boston's kind of so, yeah. expensive, anyways, right? Were you guys gonna do it oh, in Boston? Hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah. That shit's expensive, so, man.
0: Yeah, so we we had a plan in place. We you know we had all those discussions about how it was gonna how it was gonna be and what we were gonna do and how you know we weren't gonna let the friendship ever be affected by business. You know, we, we were we were thinking of the right things that we, we thought, but then they came at us from a completely different angle, and it's like you guys haven't thought about this at all, have you? <music> WCRP.
1: So towards the end, man, like not towards the end, but, you know, like when you moved out to Boston, is that when you were kind of just like, like, did you start getting into doing other things when you got out there?
0: Um, I was pretty focused on skating for, I don't know, a few. I, mean, I had a good, like, maybe two, three-year run um, when I was here and I was skating for dna and i was like i was really kind of motivated and when you know the industry and like my my run as a professional kind of came to an end for me you know like i just kind of fizzled fizzled away not fizzled away i mean i still continue to skate but it was kind of like jason maxwell was my team manager and he kind of gave me a heads up that DNA was going out of business, you know? Um, so I had a good, good two, three year run where, and then when it just kind of let, when it went away, I was just kind of, I was almost relieved that it went away.
1: Oh man, um, that's crazy.
0: Yeah. The, like the paychecks were getting smaller and smaller. I'm talking to people less and less, you yeah. know, it was just the company was going out of business, like clearly. And there was really no push that I could see on the East coast to, keeping it around you know i made a i made a, a small attempt to get on another company which i thought was going to work out but it didn't work out um
1: oh wow yeah oh man but,
0: um Clyde.
1: yes yes
0: can we can i call you right back
1: yeah absolutely absolutely give me a call back
0: does that does that does that work i don't want uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, to uh yeah 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 you can call me back you can call me back i'm set up on all all the machine all, all right,
0: my wife's called me twice and I said, I gotta give her
1: a oh, shot back. Okay, okay. Alright, you there? Yeah, sorry, dude. No, no, no. You're alright, you're all right, you're all right, you're good, man. My
0: wife had called me twice and I didn't a I ignored it the first time and um I didn't want it to be like something important.
1: Yeah, it's probably not good to ignore that the first time.
0: Today. Well <laughs> not that I don't like this conversation. It's just like if it's something important, I'm talking about skating. <laughs> Where were we at? So it was it was a weird time for me, like like I was super. Um, I hope I don't, I'm not going to say too much, but um, it was it was a weird time for me because the DNA video had come out, and I was super proud of my part, you know. And and like Jamal's part was amazing, right? And I felt like like him and I were getting a lot of attention from that video, and it was po- you know it was all positive. But I felt like the company sucked. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and. I was like, but I knew, I knew that company sucked. But like, like <laughs> when, I quit, when I quit skating for Rhythm, I didn't have any options. So it was like, I can go here and try and have this company not suck. You know, like try and like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like try and I looked at it as like potential.
1: And back then it was kind of hard to separate the team from what the company was putting out. You know what I'm saying? Like, the team was fucking awesome. The team is absolutely, DNA was yeah. dope as shit. What was one dude's name? Jimmy, he was from Jacksonville. What was his name? Big um, dude. Big dude. He was good. Um, man, Milligan was on it. Man, to right, good yeah, ass. The team was good, Are dude. you talking Jimmy Chadwick? Yes. Was he on yeah, DNA? Yeah, he was on DNA, yep. Man, look, man, that team was good. you all tripping. Yeah, well, dude, John Buchanan was insane. Man, that like, team was good. Man, people are tripping, yeah. man. That team did not suck whatsoever. That company, no, that's, the, that's, company, that's, 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 the yeah, company, the company, the company, <laughs> the company <yeah. laughs> Now, the company, see, that, that, that was, co- it was like the Acme effect. You know, I'll be completely honest with you, the Acme effect. Acme had an awesome team. The company, not so awesome. You know what I mean? Because yeah. just the delivery of the company, like, and and it sucked because it al- it almost was like they didn't know what to do with the guys that they had. You know, like, like the guys did not compliment what the company was putting out. But the team, you you kind of understand what I'm saying? Like, I think yeah. the skater, the skater, myself, and I think 99% of skaters would definitely agree the DNA had a fucking great team. They had an awesome team the company DNA just had some questionable shit, you know. And- well,
0: yeah, I remember having conversations where I was like, dude, I'm like, you want me to rep the brand? I'm like, I can't wear any of shit. You know, like, <laughs> exactly. and, I, and, and I'm like, because they were paying us well, like, I, I think I made more money there than I made anywhere else. Like, which was amazing. So they were super squared away, like administratively, like financially, they like took care of us. And it was like, but I, I felt like I wanted to be proud of what we were a part of.